Hey, what's up? It's Chrissy Condomhead. I am coming to the UK and Europe. We're coming to Belfast, Birmingham, Manchester, Glasgow, uh, Dublin, London. We're coming, babe. ChrisDComedy.com for Tiki Wikis. First two weeks of June. That's what I'm coming. Find your city. I may even add shows. It's possible. But go get the Tiki Wikis. They are on sale everywhere now. ChrisDComedy.com. Chris of the Ally. Coming to the UK and Ireland. First two weeks of June. Get the ticks. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Chrissy Chaos. I'm Chris Stefano, a.k.a. Chrissy Condoleezza Rice. With me, as always, <laughs> Michael Shane Cannon. <laughs> I wish I had a name just prepared. <laughs> Chrissy Condoleezza is unreal. Unreal, dude. Um, I, dude, I am absolutely exhausted. Today. Yeah. I and I can't get out. I'm just, my eyes are so tired. Do you ever feel like you've woken up from just like being packed in salt? <laughs> yes. You know? Dude, do you know every war from like ancient times was fought over salt? Really? Like everything that like you've ever heard of any war, whatever they justified religion or what land, it was all about I need your salt. Yeah. I need more salt from your country. So I'm going to I'm going to tell you that I hate your people for wearing different hats than me or want to make your women slaves. But really, dude, if you just give me your salt, I'll go away. Is that for meat preservation, exactly. snow clearance, or taste? Yes, it's for <laughs> meat, pre definitely meat preservation, number one, and fish preservation. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, and then that, that, that was it. And then everything was just built with salt. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, dude. I don't know why I just <laughs> thought I'd share that. Now, we have, of course, we have um, Vito Baby Teeth in the ones and twos, John the Father, and then... We have a new guy who I don't know who this guy is and why he's even back here, but this kid's fucking in duty's hired. <laughs> There's just another white man. Just an <laughs> another tall white guy. I guess from also from the Mets staff. Yeah. No. No, not a Mets guy. Works works with the NBA though. Dude, this okay. room looks like Princeton's starting five. Yes. Right now. <laughs> he looks he's looking like a nice guy. What's his name? Ryan, but not spelled the normal way. Ryan, but how do we spell it? R-I-A-I-N. Why do you spell it like that? I don't know. My parents wanted to torture me. <laughs> I love it, dude. And That's I love like a hot female model's I way know. to spell it. I love Ryan. Keep talking, Ryan. Uh, yeah. That's, uh... That's his voice, dude. He sounds like Kermit the Frog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love Ryan, dude. Dude, Ryan, Ryan has Now, a why are you here, Ryan? Chest. What's going on? He's pretty jacked. Yeah, look at his chest. Ryan, stand up with your shoulders back. Look at Whoa, dude right with a Ryan. Bartman shirt. Dude, Ryan's got, do we we can't get a camera on Ryan, right? We can. I can film, but he also showed up in a t-shirt today, no jacket, waiting outside Atta of the boy. studio. He you is just, a winter it's a white. white. It's a white man in him. <laughs> Ryan. You just yeah, because if you you know we're filming this, by the way, coming to you live from the Slam headquarters right here in Long Island City. It's 39 degrees out. Yeah. And Ryan's got on just a t-shirt. And what does it say? Barf man? Bartman. Bartman, Bartman, dude. It's a Simpsons um, shirt. He's one of those. I think he's he's one of these guys that like probably doesn't even work. He's just naturally jacked and ripped yeah. and just always had a good bod, right? It does. Feel or do you work out hard? Work out. Yeah, you like do every day. It looks like farm genetics, though. I, a little bit of those. Yeah. Yes, you look like you look like you have the body of a female swimmer. <laughs> <laughs> now, <laughs> dude, you're jacked. Now, what's your story, dude? Do you have a girlfriend? Uh, no, single. Single. How old are you? Twenty six. Wow, oh, dude. dude. What do you want in life? Uh, fuck around and find out, pretty much. <laughs> nice. Dude, I like this guy. terrifying. Fuck around and find out. This guy is going to get arrested. 100%. He has that even keel face until eventually somebody says, like, the one thing yeah. that triggers a childhood trauma. Yeah. And then he beats them to death with, like, a car door. Dude, listen. We are here in the Slam, Slam Magazine headquarters, and this is our starting five. Yes. We have five yeah. people finally here. It yeah. is me, Mike Cannon, Vito Baby Teeth, John the Father, and Ryan the White. We are and a below-the-rim weave team. We are. I was, yeah, dude. The fundamentals, dude. First of all, we got, he, he's the center. A hundred percent. Yeah, he's the center. He'll just knock people around. He looks like he catches the ball at the foul line and then pivots yeah. towards the basket and holds <laughs> yeah. it up like that. <laughs> he looks like he's always in triple threat, <laughs> even in life. Now, all right, Ryan, so, why, so what's your skill set? 
Uh, general AV stuff. I have uh, mostly doing videography. Like videography. Do, do music videos, do commercials. Whoa, music video. I yeah. want to do that. Anybody you know? Oh, we should do a music video. I want to do a music video. That's a good idea. We just need a song. Now, Ryan is pasty white for people that can't see. I mean, he's. it's the middle of winter, and I, I would assume he still puts on sunblock. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right? 100%. You have to. Do you do. not? I do. You put on sunblock in the winter? Yeah. I've uh, my, my Italian wife has since told me I must to protect my Irish skin, and so there's, like, reflections. So, like, today you put on sunblock? Block. Yeah, a little bit. A little SPF Where? Uh, 30. Where? Just on my face. Uh, interest. Do you guys do that? Anybody else put on sunblock in the winter? In the winter. <laughs> Dude, we are such cuts. In the winter, John, you put on sunblock in the winter? Never Dude, I've never even thought about doing that because there's a new study out. There's people that are saying now sunblock is what causes skin cancer. Oh, dude. How yeah. great you is that? Are, dude, you're deep in the conspiracy yeah. algo. I know exactly where you're headed. Yeah. That, was, that was Flat Earth Dave's uh, yeah. theory, too. I love that. All right, Ryan. Well, welcome to the show. Um, so we got lots to talk about today. Um, John, pull up the board. Where are we getting to? Let's start off. First of all, I had a nice weekend. Um, oh, wait. When does this come out? February 19th? Dude, mm -hmm. Shane Gillis is hosting Saturday Night Live Let's next go. week. Let's Finally, go. one of the good guys. Oh, Let's this go. week. This week. Yeah, this this uh, Saturday. This Saturday, Shane Gillis is hosting uh, SNL. Finally, I mean, it is a beautiful thing for, like, just the full circle comeback. It's one of those things where whether you like him, don't like it's all irrelevant. It's not about that. It's, like, subjectively, he's one of the funniest guys in our generation. Yeah. Um, and... It's really just about the kind of kind of forgiving and forgetting of our society. That's what I like is like, you know, now people are still trying to take him down with old resurfaced clips and no, the world doesn't care anymore because you realize like we got bigger fish to fry. That's a bullshit thing. Yeah. Comedy is a thing that is supposed to be not enjoyed by all and usually the better comics will also simultaneously offend people. That's part of our job. It's a beautiful thing to see the actual shift in public taste, right? Is like this, there was a, a huge outcry when he first gets hired. Sensitivity is flaring. Everybody's like, no, it becomes the biggest story. Now these exact same things come out and people are like, fuck you, dude, it's funny. They're right. literally just batting it away like you just got you guys don't dictate this anymore. Yeah. You had your moment. We all went insane and listened to you. Yeah. And now we understand that you guys don't dictate taste. And if you are in charge, then nothing funny ever gets made. Yeah, it's 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 kind of like it's just amazing that I'm I'm happy that like because because a few years ago we were all saying when this happened. When Shane got fired, we were all like, imagine one day he comes back and hosts SNL. Yeah. And then he did. And then we were saying, like, with the with the Dylan Mulvaney, Bud Light stuff, we're like, imagine one day, like, Shane gets sponsored by Bud Light, and now it yeah. happened. Because it's like there's – I think that there's that's a positive thing where, you know, comedy – it feels like the truth. You're allowed to, like, just be funny and be yourself again, which I like because here's the truth. Here, here is the truth. Is there everything that you know is bullshit, okay? Like, let's take Matt Reif. I – a couple of weeks ago, I had a chance to uh, open for him at, at Radio City. It was great. He wore every, all. The, by the way, all the new like young kids, they don't like. He was wearing like a shirt from Dickies, jeans from Walmart. Yeah, yeah. And this is cool right now. Yeah. And I was like, and he looked great in it. And I want to fucking suck his abs. Well, that's but, <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. Has there ever between you and Matty R? Has there been a bit like more handsome in Radio City in the history of that venue? Dude, and that's the show Lisa Ann got thrown out of, the porn star, <laughs> who I would assume maybe, I don't know if she's hooked up with, I have no idea. She's just a, a right fan, sure. but I didn't see, I didn't see, she got thrown out of the fucking Radio City Music Hall show. I had no idea she sure did. it was even happening, um, but the, the the hypocrisy in everything is, you know, like I would say, like, like you know, like, like uh, uh, Matt's comedy matt uh you know or, or you know controversy i meant was oh he made a domestic abuse joke mm -hmm. in his special which of course was bullshit it's like dude it's comedy and then i thought it was funny that he sent helmets like you know special needs helmets to his haters that was great yeah um but you know you would say okay uh uh matt rife you know uh, uh quote-unquote canceled comedian domestic abuse right you would think like anyone who's like an empowered liberal woman would never be a fan of matt rife guess who was in the third row of the matt rife show at radio city fucking aoc <laughs> so i was like so then who cares that is awesome seriously who cares then god damn. it's just like the hypocrisy over everything is like 
All right, so like, just shut the. Why even? Even now, like they're trying to because he's hosting. They're trying to pull up old clips. It's like, what? What? What are you doing? Right. What a fucking loser. They're only generating interest. And Vito and I were talking about it before. Is like half of the. First of all, my uh, my. If you thought my annoying laugh was awful on this podcast, you're gonna hear a familiar wait till you laugh. Hear this clip. You're gonna hear uh, a familiar familiar voice. But it's also like these people have to be like hired guns to attempt to take this down because this is again a subscription based show that he was on behind a paywall for yeah. compound media so if you first of all if you're aware of compound media then you know exactly what it is in the first place yes. so you are going through this with the intention of finding something that will hopefully take this it's guy so down stupid, dude. so there these are like basically like paid protesters or paid you know yeah. whatever how they brought people down to zuccotti park during occupy wall yeah. street and just unleashed hell it's like these people are now just being paid to fucking take down prominent figures. It's nuts. It's so nuts. And it's, it's media like, espionage. And it's like people, see, you know, you see this, <laughs> and then I just, it's it's whenever time I see something like this come up, three words pop into my head, vote for Trump. <laughs> 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 All right, so let's hear this, and then let's see if you can pick out the familiar voice. Here we go. This was somebody posted this bullshit. White people, white people. <laughs> what the fuck is uh, CNN on in here? That's always you guys fucking gay now. Put on Fox, dude. This is fucking right wing white shit. Yeah. Get this CNN Jew shit off of here. Yeah. That's Mike's voice. I need some alt right <laughs> fucking Fox News. Damn right. Rape. Enabling. Love it. And you don't even remember this. No, not at all. I mean, I remember doing their show, but I don't remember that as a joke oh. that stood out of me being like, I can't believe I sat through that hate. I can't wait to see the absolute fucking pussies who are going to talk about this seriously. Oh, yeah. Who are yeah, going to yeah. like have a conversation about it. Shut I up. Don't, I don't know that they really exist anymore outside of just being on TV. Right. Like even those people that talk about it on TV, when you meet them in real life, they're like, who gives this shit? Yeah, they don't <laughs> care Every at all. Every one of them doesn't care. It's so dumb. I mean, it's it's... I think this will be one of the most watched SNL episodes. Yeah. And, and here's the thing is he's a not only an amazing comedian, so but he's comes he has a sketch background, so yeah. he's going to make the show better. I would I would be willing to bet my bottom dollar <laughs> <laughs> that Shane's gonna do a Trump impersonation on the show and then continuously come back and be Donald Trump. For the oh. election, because Alec Baldwin can't do it anymore. Why? What so, happened to him? I know. <laughs> so Shane Gillis is going to do it. Yeah. I really think Shane Gillis would be, right? Wouldn't it make sense? Who does a better Trump than him? I mean, that makes the most sense. It also would be a sick, ongoing platform for him. Oh, my God, dude. It would be the most poetic. Do you think there's, like, cast members and writers who are like, I? this is not okay. For sure. That Shane's on the show. I mean, didn't some of them boycott Chappelle, I guess? Like, technically? You have nothing going on in your life if that's what you have to do. I'm telling you, dude, as a parent, like, you have to think about we're both parents. Mm -hmm. Think about, like, all that stuff is for people with no kids. Because think about being a parent yeah. and then having the time to fucking boycott. Not only that, it is job security privilege. Yep. You absolute elitist piece of shit. Yep. If you think you can just walk away from your $200,000 a job, a year job for a week and then just be welcomed back with open arms just because you didn't like what somebody at work said, it's yeah. like try to do that while building the new Yankee stadium yeah they would put a hammer through your cranium dude dude i'm at the point now where i genuinely think people with no kids shouldn't have the right to vote <laughs> i don't think you should vote why do why do i have to care about what your opinion is unless you have a child dude well you, because it's like what who cares what you have to you're some 23 year old with no kids yeah i have to listen to what your dumb opinion is or even so you should only have you should only have voting rights on things that impact right now right so it's like if anything if anything goes outside of the scope of five to ten years you no longer have any influence yeah because your life your life right. is this it ends yeah yeah i gotta vote for the future of my puerto rican kids <laughs> yes um all right what do you think dude i really hope one day one day i, I hope i can host snl and mm -hmm. then i want the band to be the 1975 and i want to um what would i do out there that's when I would 
what would I do like on my big SNL live moment? Like I would, it would be live. Right. So like what, <laughs> what would be an amazing thing to do just live on the fucking show? You'd have to have your dad in the crowd. There would have to be some sort of interaction with him in full like pasta sauce with compression socks <laughs> yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> him sexually harassing maybe one of the female castmates. Oh, yes. hundred percent. I like you said castmate. Dude, I can't think. I I have had too many coffees, and I'm so dude. I'm so beyond mm-hmm. fucking tired, and I'm hungry, and I'm irritable. Yeah, you ever I, just deal with that every day of my life? I've also had those moments where you're so exhausted, but also jacked to the gills on yeah. caffeine that you are kind of frozen animation. Right, like your thoughts don't have any kind of lube or any type of pathway to go through, so you're more or less spouting fragments of ideas. Yeah, that that that's what that's what today feels like. It's just a half baked day yeah. where I just I literally woke up today and I was like, I want I don't want to get out of bed. <laughs> I don't want to get out of bed. And and but then I did. I pushed myself to get out of bed and then I tripped down uh, uh two or three steps into the kitchen. Um speaking of half baked, I went to the Ben and Jerry's uh factory ooh. in Burlington, uh Vermont. That place rules dude oh, yeah. it also was very funny to see 700 year old ari shafir try to climb a three inch elevated ice <laughs> like yeah. ice thing because he's literally just trying Doing to that. grab the yeah it was brutal well, that's the thing when i see ari now like he's getting a bit older i'm like that how does he kind of get through the tunnels <laughs> yeah, right yeah dude they had to they had to they had to go high for they had him. To help him, right? Get he is the... very Bin Laden in the tunnels. Yes. He's a big guy. What? How was it working with him? It was awesome. It yeah, was so much the fun. Best, yeah, right? it was a great time. We just uh, hung out. He he exists completely outside of the window, so it was totally different than going on the oh, road fasting, with you. Yeah, yeah. He only eats indoor exercises. Indoor is awake in fringe moments of the day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like so anything. Is, does he, is he asleep at one o'clock in the afternoon? Like sleeps through the day? Kind no. Of thing? Shockingly, is up and always wants to do something. Like he's we, always ready to get. He, so yeah. Ari's a guy on the road. He wants to see stuff. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. We went to a museum together, saw some paintings, which was really fun. What, where, what city? Uh, in in Boston. We went to the MAF. Is that what it's called? Or something like that. Or MFA, I think. And was it was the awesome. Museum. It was incredible. We saw this one. His his uh, his uh, lady is an artist, so he has like you know some pretty decent information about uh painters. And we went and saw this entire uh, collection, and the guy was like. This dude who moved to Tahiti and like married several children. Right. <laughs> it was like just an absolute monster. But his uh his works were delightful. I think it's Gogan or something like that. Okay. Yeah. I never go to museums and I should I don't even think about doing that, but I wanna do it. Yeah. Every time someone brings up a museum, I'm like, I should go to a museum. But then when I'm like, I have a free day, yeah. My I never even remotely think about going to the museum. I, I think- go to the YMCA and shoot around. <laughs> I mean, that's a great way to spend a day too, but I do think like once you take uh, edibles are the museum like gateway drug right you know what i mean like as soon as you take an edible you're like i should probably just look at things what museums do you go to in new york we go to the moma a lot we go to museum of natural history a lot um like I gotta, you your wife and crew yeah yeah we're well, a, we're a big museum queef family we so went you to the, drive down and just go yeah totally yeah. yeah we went to van gogh that whole immersive thing yeah. which was super cool definitely like way too much sensory overload for a child did you go to the balloon museum no i went to the balloon museum two weeks ago with the kids is that a museum or just a place where they stick retarded kids (laughs) yes it was google new york city balloon museum i went dude and it was literally like again immersed everything is made out of balloons i had a balloon ball pit which my two-year-old jumped in and went under the balloons and we were like where the fuck is this kid yeah dude it was and you had to wear you had to yeah dude it was kind of nuts it was awesome yeah it was down in the south street seaport but i literally i i need to i need to get into more museums i just need to do it yeah i need so you take and crew likes moma he loves it yeah Yeah. i mean we do that stuff all the time i feel like i i think it's not too late for him like, because all, all of the stuff that I'm doing now is just in hopes that he becomes a much more well-rounded, better person than me. I was not a museum kid as a kid. They never at brought all. you there. No, not at all. I realized that my son has already been on, like, 20 airplanes or something like that, and he's four. My first airplane was when I was six, and then not again until I was 20. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, or, or 15, I think. It was like we never traveled. I think my only two family vacations were Mystic, Connecticut, for the aquarium, yep. and then uh, Wildwood. 
Yep. And we stayed in a motel. And I remember my father singing I Will Always Love You by Whitney Houston. And then I have zero other memories. Yeah. My first memory of a plane, I was nine years old. First time ever going on a plane, we went to Orlando to go to Disney World. The first day we got to the airport, they canceled the flight. So everybody was pissed off then because it was raining. Then we go to the second day, we fly. My uh, aunt had a purse. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, you could put your purse underneath the seat. Like she had it on her lap. I was like, you could put it underneath the seat because I was a new plane. I was like, there's a little car, a little uh, purse holder down here. And I was like, okay, whatever. And then we got off the plane and she forgot her purse. <laughs> and they wouldn't let her on the plane. And my mother said, this is your fault, you little shit. <laughs> <laughs> Because everyone was so furious, and I remember that was my first time on the plane, and then we got to Disney, and it rained like almost every day, and half the rides were closed. Oh, and then my mom canceled the flight going back, and we rented a car and drove home. Oh, no. Yep. I drove from New York to Florida about 10 times in my life. That's an awful trip. It was brutal, dude. That's so fun. My The first time I flew was also from New York to Florida for Disney World. I was with my yes. grandparents, and my grandmother had to alert the, the flight attendants because I fall asleep really easy. Yeah. But she said, look out the window. Check it out. And apparently I looked out and then just immediately fell asleep, and she thought I passed out from really? shock and called over the entire like they and there was a bunch of flight attendants did waking you pass me. out i eventually shot? woke up and i was like Ugh. and she, they're like you good and i was like i was fucking sleeping yeah yeah and then, that was it but they I, almost they they had to call doctor dude i know i gotta fly to fucking reno tomorrow and there's no direct flight i gotta stop over in salt lake city i i hate a layover there's nothing. I hate There's a layover. Worse. It's too stressful. I don't want to do it. I almost said, if you can't find me a direct flight, I'm not going. <laughs> <laughs> Is the only direct flight from New York like private? Yeah, which you know I'm not yeah. gonna do that. So 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 I think like yeah, you have to f- layover in. The only reason I'm doing Reno is I'm going to the Super Bowl. Uh, it's weird. I'm going to the Super Bowl this upcoming Sunday, even though it was two weeks ago. I'm going. I'm, I'm going to the Super Bowl, and I have to interview Jerry Rice That's on awesome. Saturday, which is cool. So I, they sent me a whole bunch of questions to ask him. But I just isn't he like known? He's like an animal, right? Like banged yeah. a million girls, right? Like isn't, isn't I don't he like know open? That. Isn't ask he like him. open about like? I thought it was like I thought it was like known. He's like a party animal. His body is still crazy. I want to touch it. Like he's one of those fifty-year-old dudes that. Looks like he could play today. They say he's the best football player of all time, overall. Just overall football player. Yeah, like player. non-quarterbacks. Right. Um, he, so, so I have to go, but I really want to go to Reno because 30 minutes outside of Reno is the state capital of Nevada, Carson City. Yeah. And that will be the 28th capital I can get a picture in front of. Do you know Carson City, made famous by the movie Con Air, where they had to switch uh, switch inmates during, in a, during a dust storm. I wonder if it's going to be, the state capital is going to be just another just shitbag town. Every state capital I've been to, besides a select few, are just their shitholes. But it's in Nevada. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be bad, right? Yeah, yeah, it's not That's be the good. thing. People are like, oh, Nevada. First of all, it's February. You think, oh, you're going to the desert. It's freezing there. Yeah. It's 20 degrees at night, and it's like the high for the Super Bowl is like 39 degrees. Yeah, dude, you are – I mean, I don't know what it's like in the inside city, but I assume if you walk off a side street in Carson City, you are running into the hills have eyes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like just yeah. truly one tooth in their head mutants. I don't know about you guys, but I am constantly subscribing to apps that are going to change my life. And before you know it, I've completely forgotten about them. I've used them maybe one time to set up a profile, and then I'm just paying a subscription for the rest of my life for a service I've never used. It's happened with editing, you name it, workouts, I mean meditation, none of it has been within use. But guys, Rocket Money is what has helped me get rid of all of these subscriptions that are just charging me up the waz and I don't need to be paying anymore because frankly, I don't even use it. Rocket Money is a personalized finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lowers lower your bills. I mean, couldn't we all use that? Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 mil in canceled subs. How furious are app makers? Like these guys that thought they just found a lifelong loophole that they're just going to bilk people of money for the rest of their days as they just completely forget that it's even running through their cards. But Rocket Money's like, ah, 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 we are going to charge you once for us to be able to get right in there. 
Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash chaos. That's rocketmoney.com slash chaos. Be sure to tell them that we sent you by just going to rocketmoney.com slash chaos. Stop spending money on things you don't need. Jasmine's mad at me because I, I she had expressed to me that she wants to go back to school, mm-hmm. right? She said she's like, you know, I want to like do Escuela. something. Escuela. Maybe, maybe I want to do like, you know, uh, she was like, you know, she was like into art. She wanted to be a dietitian. So I was like, you know what? And she was like, but sometimes I feel too, too, like I'm getting too old. I said, you're not, you're not too old. I was like, you can go. I was like, there was a girl in my physical therapy class who was like 53 years old. She went back to school because her husband, she was from some country in the Middle East because her husband like tried to throw battery acid on her. I swear. Tried to throw like battery acid on her because she like didn't do the dishes, so so he, so she was like I have to get away, uh-huh. and then she got away from him and needed a new career, so she became a physical therapist. And I was like, this lady was like, she was great, and I was like, I so love she almost became the fucking female Harvey Dent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so she so she said so so she you know old you know she was older. And so, Jasmine, I, I thought I heard about this book. I was reading it in uh, in the I think the Daily Stoic or the Daily Dad Ryan Holiday's book was talking about this book, Old in Art School, which is about a woman who goes back, who's like in her sixties, and she goes back into art school. And it's this beautiful book, and I gave it to her, thinking it was going to be like this nice mm-hmm. thing, like I'm listening to Jasmine, I'm being thoughtful. And she was like, "Why do I want this book?" I was like, "Because it's about being." being older and going back to school she was like the name of the book is old in art school i was like yeah i'm not saying you're old i'm saying it's never too late to go back to art school and then she was like this title's offensive and i was like kind of thinking like she's not wrong like this book probably sold well but would have mm-hmm. sold even better if it wasn't called old in art school yeah the amount of people that were offended by this as a gift is pro- because you know women women love to be lied to right and especially when it comes to their age yeah because they don't want to you know they they admit reality but it's our job to just be like no no you're yeah. not old yeah like, you're not old at all it's a, you're you're still young you're a pup yeah you can do whatever you want you got your whole life ahead of you right so it should be like never too late to start over or or just like start your career now no mention of age you right. know what i mean right but i guess it is true like i'm gonna be 40 and sometimes i'm like i my life's over. Every day that? of my dude, look at my hair. Every day of my life, I stare into the mirror and I'm like, yeah, this is the back nine. If like I'm on the 15th hole, isn't that nuts? Because then, like, you see certain people like in history, like Morgan Freeman, yeah, didn't even get until like you never even heard of Morgan Freeman's name till he was in like his late 40s. Yeah, that's when he got his face HPV. Yes, <laughs> he has, yeah, Morgan Freeman needs to rub Gardasil on his face. <laughs> 49. First big break, 49. Wow. For Morgan Freeman. I wonder Ronnie if he goes... Dangerfield. Oh, yeah, same, yeah. No, it's just... Gonna... And as comics, as comics, all you ever hear is you'll make it big. You know, people... Comics get much better in their 40s. Yeah, And yeah. so I'm coming into the age where people say you're going to do... supposed to, Your career's supposed to explode, and I'm like, mine's over. Well, the interesting thing, though, is that's based on the old output of work, Right. Right. So it is, I I do I I look forward to that and hope that my prime is yet to come. But it is almost like online poker versus in live poker. Okay, where it's like you've played. If you play online, you play ten thousand hands within your first year. If you play live, it takes a long time to do that. So it takes a longer time to develop your style of play. With us now, with podcasting, going on stage, all this stuff, we've technically done the stage time of what people before us had hadn't done until their forties. So it's like. Did we reach our 40s earlier than becoming 40? Do you know oh what I mean? God, Just I in terms of experience. Of I never thought of that. So, like, I actually should be further ahead. <laughs> no, I'm actually past You're my doing prime. great. I should be. I am, I'm in the twilight, and it's over, and uh, the heights have just... I've, I've reached the heights. Dude, I've never, ever, ever thought of it. Two things you've said on this podcast that have blown my mind. That one, because now I feel even worse. And, <laughs> and when you said that you believe that when 
you, I die or mm-hmm. somebody dies, they're not really dying. They're just dying in your simulation. But yeah. they're actually living more in another thing. I still think I believe it. I've, I've, I've been batting it around even more and more. And of course, it seems like a coping me- mechanism. But they're still gone in my life. So it doesn't change anything. Right. It just And also, if you believe in heaven or hell or afterlife, it more or less doesn't even change how you view it. Because they're still living on in some capacity. Right. But my faith is that like, oh, maybe somewhere... In another dimension, especially if there's infinite possibilities, they get to live a full life with their family, and that makes me feel a little bit better. Another dimension, another dimension, another dimension, another dimension. <laughs> um, John, what what's up, that, dude? Is that Isn't that from, from a song? <laughs> yeah, intergalactic, right? Intergalactic. Yeah, intergalactic, oh, yeah, planetary, <laughs> intergalactic, intergalactic. John, what um? How's your back? By the way, bro? Ryan looks like your brother. You look uh, related. Yeah. Similar. We, we were roommates in college. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So what's going on? Where? Is, how's the baby? Uh, well, we, we have an update for you guys. Oh, we have an update? <laughs> yeah. yeah. John's Bebino. girlfriend. Dude, you, so if you, got, if you guys are just listening in, John's, John has a girlfriend who doesn't speak English. This is fully true. He has fully in a committed relationship with a woman who does not speak English. She... Speaks, speaks fully Spanish, and she has to tra- Google Translate everything they say. So every time they have a fight, anything, it's just delayed, dirty talk. It's just all delayed. <laughs> Google Translate. And now we were under – we he had – she was late on her period. Mm-hmm. She was late. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're getting the update which, now. Which in Puerto Rican means pregnant. Yeah, or uh, not even yeah. Puerto Rican. What is she, Ecuadorian? Ecuadorian. Oh, Ecuadorian. Okay. Yeah. Same thing. Yes. <laughs> Different bus stop. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so I mean, I'll, I'll read you guys. I'll, I'll pull a screenshot. So, whose text me. is this? This, this is from the lady. This is from her. Uh, yep, yep, yep. And uh, last week she hit me up and she this said, "This is Google translated, though." She, she one hundred percent translated this. Um, that's Wait, why. Was this not part of it? No, that no, that's all part of it. Yeah, she's she also sent me a sponge about me, and we'll, we'll we'll put it in the in the. Podcast. And on Patreon, we'll pull up her naked pics. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, that's illegal. But but she said she said uh, there isn't a mini John or mini. Blank, she said her name. Uh, inside me, ja, 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 ja. I'm getting my period down now. I told you. And I you said, were- <laughs> we be in. John wrote, we be in. I mean, dude. Hilarious. <laughs> Your is- response is sociopathic. Yeah. <laughs> not, a, not an exclamation point, not a smile, just muy bien, the basic term in Spanish. Now, let me ask you this. When did she send you this text? When were, did you know you were in the clear? Uh, I, uh, like last week. Okay. Think, yeah. And then oh. how soon after receiving this text did you have unprotected sex with her again? Uh, 48 hours. Yeah. That's it, a baby. baby. Yeah. Hey, period. <laughs> a baby. She can't get pregnant through the period. <laughs> Dude, how, now take us through your feelings. How did you feel about that? I feel, I feel fine. I was never really worried. I'm, you know, <laughs> you, you were never really concerned. worried. I, I'm, I'm pulling out every time, so. You, you were go. never really worried, dude. Yeah, You're pulling out every time. But, yeah, dude, yeah, I'm yeah. telling you, man, it doesn't matter. I pulled out every time, too, and I got fucking kids. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, I is mean. Is it true as a doctor? Is it true that the pre-cum is more potent? That's what they said. Well, I don't know that it's more potent, but it, there is live active sperm in right. the pre-cum. For sure. So whoever told you there's no sperm in the pre-cum, survey says, that's a lie. <laughs> well, they said, and it's even more, sa- like, it's less volume, but it's more saturated right. uh, with, with cum. Got it. Or j- okay, whatever. so there's, like, more sperm per cubic yes. inch. Per cubic jizz. Per cubic jizz. Wow, John. So you fucking narrowly avoided it. Here's the thing, though, with you, dude, is I'm telling you, it's going to happen again with a girl like this. It's just going to happen again. And then eventually she's going to give birth to one of Vito's teeth. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, so you feel relieved then? Yeah, yeah, we're good. We're good. Wow. I love it, dude. You know what? I mean, what are the... You might just have to, like... You can't... Once Here's the thing, is once you or having unprotected sex with your girlfriend, you can't then put on a condom. No. You're the only man in history who's ever put on a condom with his wife. It's literally like it's like scientists want to... But like, even that, when I did it, like, so the reason why I went to Aruba and then I had exposure to Zika and then I found out uh, that I couldn't have unprotected sex because it could have just, you know, taken my Irish baby's head down. Yeah. But it was like, I we did it like twice. And then I was like, I'm just going to jerk off for three months. Yeah. 
and then we'll I'll I'll see you on the other side. Uh, I'd rather <laughs> that was it. Yeah. You know, it also I mean I have a bit about it, but it was truly off-putting to feel a baby's hand press against my hand when I was holding my wife's stomach during doggy style. Yeah, oh, it's, it's like gross. just a real just like a boop right yeah. through and I'm like, "Come on, dude. There's there'll be plenty it. of time for hand holding when you're out." You bastard. <laughs> um Yeah, dude. What's Oh yeah. So what is this? King Charles has cancer. Mm-hmm. He this we're filmed this in this episode comes out in two weeks. What if he's dead? Could you imagine <laughs> his mother is queen for like a hundred years and then he makes it three months? It would it, it makes sense. Yeah, doesn't it? The That's sequel probably is what's always worse. Yeah. yeah, it's like whoever's going to fill in for Bill Belichick. They're not going to be the coach very long. <laughs> no, it's the same no. shit with cancer. Is it a bad cancer? They said it's not prostate cancer. Which is a weird way to start off. Yeah, they don't say the cancer at, as of right now. Did, just, they, did they name it Diana? <laughs> <laughs> She's returned to take him out. Yeah, I mean, I mean, what are you gonna do? I kind of feel like, you know, how old is he? So he has an enlarged prostate. He's seventy-five, but it's not. It's an unspecified form of cancer. I see. Dude, here, here's the not thing, of the prostate. Here, wait. I'm gonna send. I'm gonna send this to the group right now because it is pretty. It is pretty nuts. It is pretty nuts that he's 75 years old. Hold on, because I'm gonna send and then we'll we'll pull this up. I'm gonna send. This is. This is. Uh, where is it? Chaos Cox. That's the name of our group chat. Here, because also, here we go. Prince Charles is 75. But so is my father. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to show a picture of my father. I mean, Prince Charles is the is or King Charles, whatever, is literal royalty and looks like garbage. And right. my dad lives in a one betty in Tampa. And look at him, dude. Yeah. Do you think that man is 75 years old? Your dad looks good. He lost. He's lost 60 pounds now. It's amazing. I mean, Prince Charles, it does or whatever, King Charles, it does make you think like, does drinking the chalice of an infant's blood even work? Right. Like, why? Or, what's the point? Or maybe King Charles is innocent and my dad's not. <laughs> yeah. <he's> just, <laughs> my just dad's the one on Epstein's the top off a kid. Well, look at that picture in the back. I didn't even notice that. I didn't even notice that, that I'm in the background also, of holding violence. Does loving memory of you? <laughs> yeah, dude. Every, what the hell? That, why does that look like a memorial, dude? <laughs> it does. Memory. <laughs> I know. Somebody posted, uh, my, my social media guy, Brian, posted a picture of me the other day, and the first photo was black and white, and people thought it was an in memoriam. People <laughs> thought it was a, a death photo. Dude, look at, yeah, my dad, he's like, he's lost all his, 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 his chin his fat. His like, looks, looks good. Dude, he looks, he's got like a, he's got like a jawline. Yeah. Yeah. No, he looks really great. I'm yeah. happy for him. Yeah. He said he eats about one tuna fish sandwich a day every day. And that's it? And that's pretty much his diet. <laughs> and you said he just walks, right? And he walks, dude. He walks in the pool. He walks all around. He's at, he was at, I saw him in Nashville, was walking around, but yeah, it looks good. That's awesome. It looks good, good for him. Good it, shit, Tony. Good, way to go, well Tony. That's what a real seventy-five-year-old looks like. <laughs> right, yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, I I, I don't know the, the the you know, it's all tabloid stuff. Like, well, now Prince Harry has gone back to visit him. Right. Okay. Like that's the, so that's a new thing. So if, if I mean, because I have, I guess I have kind of a Prince Harry King Charles relationship with my father, and I I would go back and visit him at this point yeah. if my dad got you're the cancer pr- you're for the, sure. You're the Prince of Nyack, <laughs> <laughs> dude. Speak. Did you see Tucker Carlson in Russia? No, dude. Do you know about this? Tucker Carlson's interviewing Vladimir Putin in Russia. There's a four minute clip of him. He's fully in Russia interviewing Vladimir Putin. Wow. And he was like. The media lies to you. Uh-huh. The, your media, the American media or whatever, lies to you. He goes, since I've got my own platform now, I'm going to show you the other side of the stuff you haven't been told. And he's literally in Russia. You know, I, I, Did the interview come out yet, do we know? Or is it coming out? It's, it, it's probably out right now, but yeah. we can't yes. find it. Yeah, dude. It is funny that like somebody like Tucker, which I get. I get it. The media lies. I totally agree. But it is funny that like Tucker Carlson is like, I'm the one that knows the truth. So uh, I'll sh- it's not that I'm being flown over here for state state sponsored propaganda. Yeah, <laughs> this is this uh, is me. I'm getting to the bottom. Well, he of says it. they didn't. They paid for it out of their own pocket. That's what he says. He says mm-hmm. that it says that you know, uh, uh, Vladdy, you know, uh, Putin, um, you know, kind of invited him to like give his side of the story of like sure. what's going on. He's got cancer, apparently. Supposedly he does. You, yeah. They checked. They tested his his poop. 
So the episode will should be out by the time we record our next episode. Okay. We this, can react to it in the next episode. This will be out. We'll react to it in the next episode. And they're saying now, though, that, like, the U.S. is trying to mess with P- Tucker Carlson and, like, not let him back into the country. They're trying to, like, get, like, they're trying to do things where they're, mm. like, uh, uh, you know, rejecting his visa, uh, rejecting his passport. Just so make it inconvenient. They're trying to do something, yeah. which kind of is like stupid because it's like, well, you're kind of proving him right. Of course then. you are. So just yeah. why don't you just let him back in and be like, I don't care what you say. Yeah. So it's it. Here's the thing I want to know. Here's the thing I really want to know is 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 it that because we're you know all like low level scum, right? <laughs> so so. Compared to like we're not politicians or sure. like we're just like, you know, low level. We're coming to the beautiful confines of Slam Magazine headquarters where you will walk one block in any direction in Long Island City and get murdered. But <laughs> this is very nice where we are, this little block. So, but is it one of those things? What about Taylor Swift? So is it, <laughs> so is it one of those things, though, that even the Democrats are in on it and they want Trump to get elected for some type of self-serving thing we don't mm-hmm. understand because it feels impossible it feels impossible that the democrats really actually think joe biden would win and they yeah. really actually think that people would vote for biden more than they would vote for trump at this time and it's not saying i'm not pro or against anything it's just obviously the man is old and 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 has dementia and all those things and trump just doesn't yeah so it so to me i'm starting to be like maybe the democrats are in on it too and there's a reason they want trump in i that'll serve them somehow i don't disagree with that at all because all of them is everybody's putting money on both horses they all right. work for the same people everybody's receiving funds so it's like the de- the democrats don't lose money when they're not in office as a matter of fact that's probably when their fundraising is at the that, at the highest <laughs> right because they're like, we have to fight the oppression that the current regime is doing, even though right. when they're under, you know, when they're under center, they all can't get they can't get right. anything done either. Right. But I am 100 percent on board with that. Whereas when they know that they have a completely losing hand, they're like, all right, then let's see if we can put our money behind something on the right that will right. then make our side look a certain way or whatever. It's all shadow games, man. None of this is real. And it really just makes me want to recede into some sort of psychedelic stupor. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know what's going on at all. I kind of like it's just it's just mind blowing to me what's happening. But at the end of the day, I mean, who cares, man? I'm moving to Canada. <laughs> all right, let me ask you this. Let's let's put this up. Roach apartment. If you are Morgan and Morgan is the place that will represent you and handle all of your legal needs. I love Morgan and Morgan. If you get injured by a person, place, or thing, you deserve to get paid. That's right. If you have roaches in your apartment, you deserve not to pay. <laughs> That's right. Life can be crazy sometimes, and one person's negligence can result in another's settlement. Yep. If you're in an accident, not calling a lawyer means you could be leaving money on the table. When you're seriously hurt, your injury could be worth millions. Here's the thing. Morgan & Morgan is America's largest injury law firm. They have over 100 offices nationwide and more than 1,000 lawyers. If you're ever injured, you can check out Morgan & Morgan. Living with roaches, here we go. Living in a roach-infested apartment owned by entitled rich kid douchebags is hard. Hiring Morgan & Morgan is easy. <laughs> If you're ever injured, you can check out Morgan & Morgan. Their fee is free unless they win. For more information, go to forthepeople.com slash chaos or dial pound law. That's pound 529 from your cell phone. Yep. Submitting an injury claim with Morgan & Morgan is so easy. Even Mike Cannon and me can do it. Forthepeople.com slash chaos. Forthepeople.com slash chaos. Pound law, pound 529 from the Selly Welly. Hey, and I, by the way, as always, this is a paid advertisement. Hey, it's Chrissy Tennis Ball Jackets. Listen, the part that you were just going to hear, I wanted to do it for free. I said it on the podcast. Lawyer heard it, said you absolutely cannot say that. So I didn't want to cut it completely. So unfortunately, the only place you can hear it is patreon.com slash Christy Comedy. Like I said, that was not my intention. I would never like hide content behind a paywall that I think is great. Um, You know, the Patreon is extra bonus stuff. All the best work I think I do, I want out there for free. 
for, for my fans. I appreciate all the support throughout the years. But the lawyer said, absolutely fucking not. So patreon.com slash Christy Comedy. If you want to hear what I had to say, way. March 3rd, I am in Tarrytown filming something very cool. Uh, hopefully tickets are sold out by then. But if they are not, Tarrytown Music Hall, Sunday, March 3rd. 151830. And then in Dubai on April 16th, I will be there for the Dubai Comedy Festival. And June, we are announcing a big UK run London, That's Scotland, so Birmingham, Manchester, Chrissy UKs. Beautiful. And then talking about Chrissy, he's producing my new special, April 6th, filming at Stamford Comedy Club in Connecticut, or at New York Comedy Club in Stamford, Connecticut. Jesus Christ. It's all over the map, but very excited. Two shows. Those tickets are already half sold, so get those at MikeCannonComedy.com. Chris is going to be on the show, whether he wants to be or not. not. Oh, wait. And then, so um, also, we forgot to do a phone call and the mean comments, so we have to do it. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do the do mean it. comments right now while you're pissed. Mean comments. Let's do it. You're pissed. These are the mean comments or pod hate, right? Pod, pod hate. Care. We every week we read out uh, a couple of mean comments and pod hate um, that we like. Some is directed at me. Some is directed at Mike. Hopefully, some is directed at Vito's teeth. <laughs> Get right, creative. Go. From at James Shagan fifty eight seventeen. Someone tell Chris to tie his effing shoes. Looks like an eighth grader out there. They are tied up right now, dude. And you know what? For that comment, I'm gonna hang myself with them. <laughs> were you a kid that had untied shoes i still don't know how to tie a double knot no i shit. do it incorrectly <laughs> how do you fuck it up here can you is camera on this could you see this Vito? so i would do it okay ready oh, oh, oh Vito, Vito, big Vito the circus bear <laughs> you ready am i are you zoomed in on the shoes this is how i tie my shoes tell me if this is right or wrong okay here we go so i go like this yep because I always try to think about Big Daddy. You loop it, you swoop it, and you pull. You pull. But I don't know how to swoop oh, it. I, so I go like this, mm -hmm. right? So that's one. I know that's right. Sure. And then the double knot is like that. But that's not double knotting it. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Is that it. the right way to do it? People say that that was wrong. Big, My big shoelace? <laughs> yeah, the brother and sister told me I was wrong. God, I hate them. Um, okay. Here we go. <laughs> At username 69420H, he says he will never leave New York, but he will retire in Florida 100%. No. No? I don't think so, dude. I don't think I can leave New York. You think you'll be old bones in the cold? 100%, dude. Yeah. 100%. All right, here we go. At NixDace, man, what the fudge is up with these guys? Seriously, stop leading your wives on. Break the news. You'll be a power couple. Well, the problem is is that nobody cares about two gay white men. If one no. of us was like Asian or like an Inuit, it would yeah. be a big deal. But us coming out and revealing the truth that we're gay, I don't think it would do anything for the show. This would have been sick in 08. Exactly. Now it's not enough. No. We, we would have to do some... We would have to say we're also brothers. Yes, which we might be. <laughs> At U-O-E-N-O... I-D-E-K. Leave it to Chris to be in New York oh, who messes up the you Timberland No, right? You is, is that supposed to be like you don't even know? Don't oh, you don't even You don't even know? I don't think so. Oh, okay. To mess up the Timberland boots. I did. I believe I got size 12 female Timberland boots. That's what I believe I got. <laughs> From at BBGREGS380. Enough with the costumes. You're 40-year-old men. You know what? Enough with the spelling mistakes. It's Y-O-U-R-E, you absolute asshole. So if you're going to crush me for being too old to wear a costume, then you're too old to be misspelling your versus your. Good point. And also, what the fuck is this? What do we got to age at the rate you deem acceptable? Yeah. Hey, dude, if everything I every day I choose to come out fully clothed, I'm wearing a costume. There you go. So yeah, every stupid. day I smile, I'm wearing a costume. Exactly. At eight notes, Jesus Christ, Vito, put the phone number on the screen when Chris is saying it. Like, what the fuck? I'm retarded and I'm a better podcast producer <laughs> than 95% of them. Is he wrong, Vito? Tell me he wrong. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to put the number up every single time you say it. Mm -hmm. But yes, we put the fucking number up on the screen. And I think he meant the number for you because you said... Vito, I'll put the number up on the screen for me. And you know what? Sometimes we look at fucking videos and I can't have the number up when we're looking at a fucking video. 
I like calling people cowards. Rogue? Yeah, so call them a coward. coward. You, ca uh, I like coward. You're a coward. You're a coward. <laughs> we gotta also get cameras on you guys, right? Should we do that? Yeah, yeah. let's get a GoPro. Because I, I like kind of like a live look at the producers' table. Totally. You have the spare camera that you uh, that you can bring. Do you know where it is? I don't know. You sent me a picture of a spare camera. You said, should I keep this? And I said, yeah, that's a good thing to keep. Because you know what happened, dude? I cleaned <laughs> out. was three apartments dude, ago, I dude. I cleared <laughs> out my garage. I cleared out my garage yesterday, and there was a box of all equipment from the studio, and I was just so mad that I threw it in the back of the 1-800 junk truck. Why wouldn't you call me? <laughs> Oh my God! Oh God! Dude. Just six grand worth of equipment <laughs> has all that. Let's let's hold on. Oh, she's in training. Fuck. Um, you make her sound like a military. Yeah. Um, all right, here we go. Last is this the last one? We have a lot. Maybe. All right, let, let's do one more. This is from at Brad Maverick because we'll save some for next week. This is at Brad Maverick. You know how many times I've heard late thirties tools talk about stopping trying to gain muscle and working more and feeling good. Stop being a pussy. Blast test every day. Get jacked and tan. Wear a MAGA hat and fulfill your destiny. That's Brad. That's Brad Maverick. But we really know that's Tanks and I. <laughs> I also here's the thing, dude. I agree. I, I do agree. agree with you. I, I am a pussy. I am sick and tired of this stretching bullshit. I am ready to just jam TRT yeah. in my dick hole. But I gotta do. I gotta get my wife pregnant first. So uh, yeah. just as soon as that happens, I am going full spike. Okay, here we go. From at Nick G seventeen forty three. How have John and v Vito made it this far in life? Well, I'll tell you what. John is not going to make it much further with this Ecuadorian girlfriend. <laughs> no. So he's almost done. Vito, dude, there's got to be a secret to just having ba like a baby's mouth. Yeah. Do you think that somehow that is kind of keeping you young? Yeah. I mean, I think it keeps me young at heart, young in spirit, right? How haven't they fallen out, though? Because aren't baby teeth inherently, don't they not have deep roots? So this is the thing, dude. I have the adult teeth up here. Yeah. They're up here. And I don't know if there's a better term for teeth than adult teeth. But my adult teeth are up here. What happened was wisdom teeth came in so slightly askew yeah. that they blocked them from coming down. I see. So they're just being held in just by fucking pure force and ignorance. That's, that's pure force and ignorance. I ignorance. Like that. Well, maybe if we do, if we go to patreon.com slash Christy Common, if we can get the Patreon back up to over $10,000 a month, we will uh, pay for Vito's uh, tooth surgery. Why don't we actually pull it on the show? Yes. If we can get the Patreon up to a respectable number. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll pull like Charlie Kelly and Always yeah. Sunny. We'll just grab pull a wrench and pull them. All right, let's hear a, let's hear a voicemail. Again, 347-323-3321. We like to listen to one voicemail a show. If you have advice, parenting advice, anything we've asked in past episodes, you want to talk about anything, we're here to listen. But we really like specific parenting life advice because that's the point that Mike or I are in. But wherever you want. Chris and I talk about looking for new things to do with our kids all the time. I, uh, just how I wrote that makes it sound like we're one happy family together. And honestly, a lot of our parenting is done in lockstep, but these are all happening separately, simultaneously in different households. But we are, we're always looking for new things to do, new ways to connect with our kids. And honestly, KiwiCo is the answer. Look no further. KiwiCo delivers fun learning for kids of all ages through hands-on projects and activities. It just all the normal stuff typically burns out. You know what I mean? What, how many puzzles can you do? How many normal, you know, just drawing of a certain thing. My information, my, my wealth of knowledge runs dry pretty quickly. And with KiwiCo, each month the kids receive a crate of engaging hands-on activities designed to introduce them to the world of science and technology. And to be perfectly fair, it's also in introducing me to the world of science and technology. I'm looking at my kid like, oh, you didn't... You know that? You hook two things to a potato and a light can go on? I mean, welcome to the world, sonny boy. And I'm like, holy cow, this is unbelievable. So honestly, it's a learning experience for both of us. My son loves it. We've built volcanoes. We've done all these kinds of experiments. And he's had fun each and every time. And honestly, even if he didn't like it, boom, next month he gets a brand new crate of things and you can customize them each and every time to whatever you're interested in. So with that in mind, do your kids a favor. Do yourself a favor. Give yourself something to do indoors that doesn't require a screen. Go to KiwiCo.com, promo code CHAOS, and you will get 50% off of your first month. Can't recommend this enough. It is an amazing tool to have and connective device to have with your children. Again, KiwiCo.com, promo code CHAOS. What's up, listeners of CHAOS? Um, 
Sorry for my wallpaper. I think it's rock musicians, but it kind of looks like a shrine to Hasidics. Field of Greens is the healthiest thing I do in my entire life. Really is. Literally one scoop a day. Tastes amazing. And I'm transformed into the beacon of health that you see before you. Uh, way more energy throughout the day. That's imperative for a guy like me. I got a four-year-old son. I am in a fist fight in every room I enter throughout my home. So I have to be jacked to the gills ready to take him on physically. I sleep better at night, which again gives me the rest necessary to fight my son every single day. Healthier hair and skin. Couldn't do much for the color, but look at how thick and luscious it is. My skin is Irish, so this is just the best it could possibly get, and I owe it all to Field of Greens. It helps with dig digestion, better and healthier overall. Look at me. I mean, don't I look good for 75? Each organic fruit and vegetable was medically chosen to support hearth, heart and vital organ health. Medically chosen. Unbelievable. It's like the IVF of produce. A hundred. The, the best part is, guys, Field of Greens, they know for a fact that you're going to love their product, and I know it as well, to the point where they are offering a 100% money-back guarantee. They know you're going to love it. They know you're going to feel better. They know it's going to drastically improve your life and health and just overall feeling and vibe throughout the day, which I don't know about you. I am looking to do that. Uh, and this is what we're offering on the Chaos Program. 15% off your for first order. Man, I wish I could say something without stumbling once. 15% off your first order plus free rush shipping. That's right. Have you ever felt just if I don't get healthy right now, I'm never going to take the proper steps? Well, this immediately, immediately answers that call because boom, rush shipping. Fieldofgreens.com, promo code chaos. That's promo code chaos at fieldofgreens.com, promo code chaos. Thank you. Chris, I need advice. This is on parenting your parents. Um, my mom is being fully catfished by somebody pretending to be Jeremy Renner online. And <laughs> she is completely delusional and thinks it's real. So any advice on how to convince her that he's not and or get in contact with Jeremy so that he can personally reach out to her? Please let me know. Anyway, love the pod. Okay, first of all, I, I really appreciate the phone call. Thank you very much. I think it actually could be Jeremy Renner. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, he did probably suffer some head shit after getting run over by a snowplow. 100%. He had all that time in the hospital. Yeah, maybe yeah. he really is. Also, I, I do appreciate, I really do appreciate this call. Thank you so much. What was, what'd you say her name was? Say your name? She did not say her she name. She did say, you have a, a lovely voice. I did appreciate, I do appreciate the call, but the fact that you think I have any way to get to Jeremy Renner is insane. That's great. <laughs> I don't even, they wouldn't even let me, dude, I was on the Jimmy Kimmel show sharing a green room with Natalie Portman and her security wouldn't let me get within 10 feet of her. No I was on the same show and they were like, step away. Wow. So I am not, they're not going to let me anywhere <laughs> near Jeremy Renner or any other type of Marvel action hero. <laughs> but I would say my honest advice to you yeah. is, listen, it's your mom. I don't know what she's been through in her life. I don't know where she's at. Let the lady believe it's Jeremy Renner. Sure. What's the harm in that? As long Truly, as Truly, what's the harm? Uh, money. Like, as long as Jeremy yes. Renner isn't asking her for money, then I think that's perfectly fine, harmless, all that shit. I would probably try to pay for a cameo from Jeremy Renner to then be like, hey, dude, can you say that you don't have this account yes. to my mom? And yeah. be like, nice to meet you. This is our first time talking. I'm sure you're a lovely lady, but we've had no prior relationship. That's this. actually a great idea. Yeah. Is have Jeremy. That's the advice. That is the advice. Mike just gave Gave it to you. Have Jeremy Renner get get him on cameo. Tell him the story and just have him read it and give it to the mom. Yeah. Or Jeremy Renner might see that and be like, "Oh, I'm fucked." They're finding out my romance with this lady's mom. <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, I don't know if if uh, Hawkeye or whatever his name is is on cameo. But yeah. That would be sick. He might be. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so also, um, or you could just have one of these in person. We can we can have somebody who's like a good impressionist. Oh, wait, we, we can just get if we get somebody just dressed as Hawkeye. Yeah. yeah. Who's a good impressionist? We or know. just be like, who's no, you don't even we need an impressionist. It. You just get somebody in a fucking Hawkeye costume to yeah, just show do up. it. Oh, you know who's great at voices? Andrew Santino. We'll get Andrew Santino yes. play Jeremy Renner. We'll we'll pay him a little bit, and we'll get yeah, we'll yeah. Get Andrew Santino do. We'll give him a fucking hot dog from Portillo's. <laughs> that <laughs> Chicago fuck. And um, so okay, so parent of the week. So this we're gonna get to this story. Do you have your quote? What was that? Do you have your quote? Yes. You do. Yes, I do. My quote is from Winston Churchill. 
Success is not final. Failure is not fatal. It's the courage to continue that counts. <laughs> I was actually going to quote Chris's humility and humanity definition. Yes. <laughs> How great was that fucking thing that I just wrote, that I you read? Sent it. Dude. Yeah. Send it now. You still can. I'll send it. Well, when they respond, send I'll send it. Send it with the invoice for the tickets. Yes. Yeah, yeah because these things, yeah. That actually, you should send that with the invoice. Once the payment is done and whatever, and just send that with it, you know they're not going to pay I'm it. I'm going to ask the Italian woman, what was the market price for the tickets? What was the, what was the yeah. actual, what would they have, would have had to pay? Yeah. Because I gave them four. Oh, yeah. Dude. Did you say what's and, and I invite, And they came to the after party. So that's VIP tickets. Remember that tickets. after party? They were there. God so that's VIP it. tickets. That's even a step yes. above. So we might be in the thousand. We're, oh, we're over a thousand. You're over For four a thousand. people? Yeah, yeah. 100%. Four people plus the after Did party. Did you take a picture 100%. with them or anything? Uh, that's three grand. Sounds like I don't a fucking know. meet and greet. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Those little scummy wummies. Um, okay. So what? it's interesting that this parent of the week that we're going to get to is it comes at a, at a wild time because it's very similar. So I have a friend who's um, a real estate agent, and he texted us. He goes, listen, he goes, there's a house that's about to come onto the market. He goes, the only problem is, is a couple of days ago, the guy who was selling it died. And when the police went in there, they found him mid-jerking off with the porno on for the last two days. He was covered in Vaseline and cigarettes everywhere. And he sent that to the group. And then I was like, there's no way that Jasmine is going to go for this. And then she wrote back, what kind of porn was he watching? <laughs> and then he said, oh, uh, Asian porn. She was like, that's fine. Let's see it. Nice. And she was like, do you think we can get a deal? Because we know that there was a dead body in there. He yeah. was like, absolutely. And she was like, the appointment's for next Tuesday. <laughs> a nice little blacklight discount. So that brings me to this parent of the week. This is from Matthew McConaughey on the Howard Stern show, um, who... Uh, uh, is, you know, legendary uh, radio icon Howard Stern with Matthew McConaughey. I sat in that seat myself. I wish that I would going in after Matthew McConaughey so I could sniff it. He always <laughs> looks like he's coming off the set of a Western, like no yeah. matter what, like he's always perfectly bronzed. He seems really, really cool. Yes. Matthew McConaughey. So yeah. this parent of the week is from James Donald McConaughey, Matthew McConaughey's father, father of the famous actor Matthew McConaughey, lived in Louisiana where he ran an oil pipe supply business, married, married to, mar he married the same woman three times times divorcing her twice i mean Whoa. is there anything more relatable than that that the opposite of richard jefferson <laughs> the opposite of richard jefferson he's married the same woman three times divorcing her twice he famously told matthew that he would die making love to his mother your mother not his own mother <laughs> to matthew mcconaughey's mother <laughs> as fate would have it jim mcconaughey suffered a heart attack at 6 30 a.m on a monday morning during intercourse with his wife matthew mcconaughey's mother let's hear it i literally it was so funny the day i did howard stern we could keep this in it was just because i felt like such an idiot the day i did howard stern i saw my good friends uh you know sam roberts from the jim and sam show you were there sam so and his whole staff and then the <laughs> producer you know gary baba booey came and saw me in the hallway. He was like, all right, Chris, come on. You know, I was, cause I was booked to do Howard. And I said to Sam and those guys was like, sorry, got called to the big leagues. Thought <laughs> I, I thought I was going to get a big laugh and nobody laughed. They just furiously looked at me. And then I walked in like an asshole. Chris just slunk away while they all stood there. And I, was, I was laughing. And then Chris texted me just like, was that bad? Should yeah. I apologize? What a dick. All right, here we go. So on Instagram, it's doable, right? Or same thing, get copyright. Copyright. Here we go. By the way, I can't tell if Howard Stern is in studio or not in studio. Yeah. That's it, the point. It's so seamless. He was in studio for me. I'm going to go out probably banging your mom. He said, boys, when I go, I'm going to be making love to your mother. And he did. <laughs> he called a shot. He oh did do it, didn't he? 30 a.m. on a Monday morning. Do you believe there's something cosmic about that? Your dad knew how he was going to die, and he actually did it. <laughs> did he have a heart attack? Had a, in your had mom? a heart fibrillation, yeah. And wow. then your mom said, I want my man to be carried out of here nude. Well, because the, I want them to see the gift that was Jim McConaughey. <laughs> Which, I mean, he must have had a big cop, right? I mean, is that what she was oh talking about? Goodness. Yeah, the paramedics. <laughs> yeah. And all the neighbors are out in the street. He's right. going out the garage down. So, you know, what's the sensible thing to do at 7 a.m. covering? Right. My mom's out there, half naked, ripping the sheet off. And get that sheet off of him. You're going to see how big Jim went out. I I'm hope right. he had a boner at that point. <laughs> I do, too. Your dad always <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, go. that's a story, too, that I fully believe. Yeah, of course. I fully believe. That's an amazing story. I mean, dude, married the same woman three times, divorced her twice. Do you think he got to come? I don't know. 
Why? Because I asked the real estate agent. I said, "Did the guy finish?" Yeah. Who, like, and he said, "We the, the police report couldn't tell because he was covered in Vaseline." Yeah. And it was there <laughs> for two days. And also, I doubt he did right because if he was still hard and mid-stroke, then it must have been like an aneurysm, like yes. just an instant lightning bolt to it the top to of his head. That is the best way to go out, though. I mean, what what's better than that? Why do we have Woody Harrelson up here? Have you heard about how him and Matthew McConaughey might be brothers? No. Yeah. yeah. I mean, his da- it might. I mean, his dad seems like a nut. A I love his dad. Coxman. Yeah, Coxman. So Woody Harrelson's father was on furlough at the same time that McConaughey's parents were undergoing their second divorce. And I believe the mom said that she had had a relationship with McConaughey's dad. With so Harrelson's why don't they do, dad. do yeah. Are yeah. they going to do a uh, DNA test? Would they, they said, do it? They said they want to get, we want to go into a DNA test, but it's a much more big deal because. For Woody, it means like he his whole life would be changed yeah. if he finds this information out. Right. So Matthew doesn't really care. Matthew doesn't care, but he's like, it's tougher for Woody because Right. <laughs> he would do it, dude. Just get Woody fucking plastered and have him do it. Yeah. And not to mention, it doesn't change the fact that that guy still was his dad. Yeah. It just changes who came inside your came mom. Inside and your then mom. Yeah. he would be a two time parent of the week because I mean that would be That's fucking true. wild. Yeah. Yes. Which is a rare honor. <laughs> is that a way that you would like like if if you had an erection being carted out nude, would you like people to see it? I guess that's kind of the only time for people to see your dick. Yeah, I, I would. Yes, I would like them to see it. I would like them to see my. If I was gonna, the most comfortable I'd be showing my erect penis is when I and I'm dead. I want them to see my dead dick. Yeah, so you're not around for the uh, for yeah. the feedback. But I've I've always heard that my penis is very acceptable. Yeah. Well, I've heard a lot that I have a perfect penis, which means it's small. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. always the, it's perfect. You're like, God damn it. That's it's like, not It's like big. when somebody asks about a, you know, a fellow comic, like, how's their comedy? You say, he's a nice guy. Yeah. That'd be like if they say, no, he has a nice penis. Yeah. That's, that's, I have that a, means like, it's I have not a nice good. guy dick. Good All tongue. Right. Dude, how do... Uh, how did you think uh, the first day was Ryan spelled? What is it? R-I-R-E-T-A-R-D? Ryan. That was great. That was a good time. Yeah. Oh, good, dude. <laughs> Appreciate it, man. Appreciate did it. Did Chris's anger scare you? Terrified me. All right. Dude. <laughs> White rage. All right, babe. I got to pee. What's this? It was just, it's it's not for anybody except for you guys, but in Joe Dirt, the scene where, that's a scene in Joe Dirt where Christopher Walken, they think he's dead, but he's really still alive, and his boner is just like. Never seen Joe Dirt. Really? No. Uh, I guess Brittany he missed the Daniel. Oscars that year. <laughs> did he win? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Later. <laughs> Did he win?